You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. It was an interesting budget all round yesterday. There were some good things and there were some bad things. As we know, the electric vehicle market is going absolutely off at the moment. It is all over the place. The price for the cars, the second-hand cars, are almost as expensive as brand new ones. Joining me on the line now is the policy advisor for the Electric Vehicle Council. It is uh, Ross Durango. Good morning and thanks for your time, Ross. Good morning, Tracy. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure. Now, was there anything at all for electric vehicles in the budget last night? Did not seem to be. Looked like there was a bit of a reduction in renewable spending and commitments overall, but nothing in particular for EVs. That's a real concern, isn't it? It is certainly a bit of a worry for us at the Electric Vehicle Council, absolutely. Now, obviously, uh, we know that there's a huge demand out there at the moment. We've got the excise that's been dropped, the 22 cents a litre, which we're not going to see for a little little while yet. It's going to take a few weeks to get through to the Bowsers. We've got that issue. We've got the fact that demand for electric cars is through the roof. Secondhand market is almost as lucrative as the brand new market. What's going on at the moment? So I think I might speak to a couple of those issues around the availability of vehicles in the first place, the absence of fuel efficiency standards that are commonplace in Europe and in more developed markets like California is really putting a crimp on the ability of the car makers to bring enough cars to market to serve Australian demand. Uh, Our challenge is not so much that Australians don't want to buy the cars, Mm. the cars that are sent to our market sell out very quickly, it's that car makers can't get enough vehicles here. Wow. That's, that's, that's just stunning, isn't it, that we can't actually get them here? Yeah, yeah. And I think the, the reason for it is that in those more developed markets, there are penalties associated with car makers bringing low-efficiency vehicles to market that get offset for those car makers when they bring EVs to market. So if they can bring in Europe, for example, one EV per six petrol cars to market, they pay no penalty. That, re- that reason essentially is why a car maker with lots of cars to bring to market prefers Europe as a market to Australia. So what, what's happening is we're getting dumped with the, the less fuel efficient cars. Correct. That's exactly what's happening. Wow. How do we stop that? Obviously, we need to, to fix the legislation around it. Absolutely. So the, the solution to that is one that the EVC has been advocating for for a long time and which has been the subject of reviews at a federal government level for many years. It's really around the adoption of an appropriate fuel efficiency standard. Now, there was lots of reports, um, you know, it's been in the news over the last 12 to 18 months about, um, you know, manufacturers um, dodging up the results of of their fuel, of of their their outputs. Is this another reason why this is is such an issue for us here in in our country, that we need this done, we need it done properly, and, uh, and we can't have this dodging up of figures? I don't think it's so much about the dodging up the figures, though obviously there's been a lot of coverage around uh, testing protocols and so forth overseas over the last 10 years or so. Uh, It's more that if you do not have fuel efficiency standards that are mandated in a country like ours, the allocation of those fuel efficient vehicles will go to the countries that do have those standards. Uh, So we saw, for example, a little over 20,000 EVs sold in Australia last year. We had 2% of our new vehicle sales being EVs. The global average is Mm 6.5. The European average is above 10. The Californians are about 10. So we're simply not getting the vehicles allocated to our market that we should be. And as you say, the demand's there. You know, we all we're all seeing the Teslas driving around. We're all seeing all of the EV you know cars coming to market. We're seeing the hybrids. You know. (laughs) 
it beggars belief to me. You know, it's all about supply and demand. That's uh, that's what it's about. But the demand at the moment is just outstripping supply. Absolutely, and I think it's also worth noting it's not just about the Teslas. Uh, the guys at Hyundai recently mm. had their latest release of their allocation of vehicles. They put 100 Ionic 5s up for sale and they sold out in seven minutes. Uh, Lots of disappointed consumers that wanted to buy one and couldn't. So the solution, I suppose, Ross, is uh, that we just need to continue to lobby for these fuel standards. That's right. And this is something that the EVC has been uh, on the train of for a long, long time. And we're not alone in that. There's lots of other organisations that see fuel efficiency standards as an important part of Australians getting their choice in the vehicles they want to buy and in us collectively doing a bit about climate change. It really is shocking. I, I can't believe uh, that that's where we're at, that uh, <laughs> we're all wanting them. You know, we all want them. We all want these vehicles, and we just can't get them through. Is there a reticence from the government? Because as we know, you know, we've got 44 cents in the dollar fuel excise. You know, at the moment, petrol cars are very, very lucrative for our government. I think it's uh, been interesting, and I think you touched on the fuel excise piece in your opening remarks, that reduction in fuel excise in the budget. Uh, I guess I find it interesting that it was uh, possible for the government to find $3 billion in cuts around that $0.22 reduction in fuel excise. But at the same time, there wasn't room in the budget for better support or more support for EVs as part of the future. Uh, The view we tend to take there is that if relief from the budget is necessary, it really should be focused on lower-income Australians who need the support rather than being washed across everybody. Uh, petrol prices are volatile. It's appropriate that if petrol prices are fluctuating, that that should be seen within the community as a reason to move away from dependence on foreign imports. And, and fossil fuels and, you know, we just we need to move to this electric vehicle. There is, uh, there's no doubt. Was it disappointing when you, uh, you saw the end of that budget yesterday and there was nothing there? Uh, I would say disappointing but not particularly yeah. surprising. Yeah. It's just tragic. I mean, there is such an industry here that is just dying to uh, to occur. You know, we've got charging stations, you know, in the big song and dance with New South Wales and Queensland and Victoria, you know, those the big charging stations along the highways. You know, that from a state perspective, we're trying to do our bit, but we need that. Uh, we need to have a look at that fuel efficiency much better. Mm, I would absolutely call out the New South Wales government in particular uh, at a state government level doing excellent work in this mm. area. Uh, that program and that build-out of a fast-charging network all over the state to support the drivers of today and of the future, that's fantastic work. Uh, in order to see that network utilised, we need more cars. Look, thank you so much for your time, Ross. I look forward to uh, to finding out what is next, and uh, I wish you all the very best because we all need these electric vehicles. We all need to start changing to, uh, to hybrids or to electric as quick as we possibly can. So best of luck with uh, trying to change the minds of government. No worries, Tracy. Thank you very much for your time and thanks to your listeners for tuning in. Thank you. I appreciate it. That is Ross Diango, who is the policy advisor for the Electric Vehicle Council. And really? That's where we're sitting? Oh, I'd love to get an electric car. Love to. But, you know, it's at least 12 month wait to get one doesn't even have to be the Tesla, as he said. It is just crazy that we can't convert our cars in this climate that we're sitting in. We're trying to get rid of fossil fuels and we can't. We can't do it. It's just ridiculous. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is why it matters and how 
it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.